You're listening to The Sizzle on Iron Skillet Radio and Iron Skillet Television. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's The Sizzle in the building. You know who's here. Jay Sizzle's in the building. Jay Sizzle's in the building. We've got a lot to talk about, Jay, and not a lot of time. We don't have a lot of time. I mean, we have all day, Pope. You know, we don't have a lot of time. Well, we had all month, but we waited at the end of the month (laughs) to celebrate this special category of lovely people's month. I don't know why. Why do we late, wait so late there, uh, G Sizzle? Well, we did talk about it in the beginning. We congratulated. We made mention to the listeners. We talked about oh. Women's History Month and how everything came about. But let's do a quick wrap so okay. everybody knows. So Women's History Month is a month that actually came out of a week by a consortium of women in the 70s, late 70s, a group of women in California got together and they said, hey, we need a month to commemorate what's going on in women's history. So at that time, they put together this week and everything moved smoothly. It wasn't until 1980 that Jimmy Carter said, you know what, let's designate March 2nd to 8th as National Women's History Week. And so that went on for a couple of years until 87. Then in 87, Congress passed the 100-9 public law, which designated March as Women's History Month. Now, between that time, between 1988 and about 94, somewhere in there, there were a lot of proclamations, there were a lot of requests, resolutions, all kinds of things were going on. But now we've leapfrogged that. We're all the way in 2022. And we're talking about equality and rights. And I posed a question earlier when we first started talking about the subject. Is equal equality or is equality being equal? Now, what do I mean by that? Simply, we have ladies basketball teams. We have ladies soccer teams, ladies baseball teams, volleyball, uh, field hockey uh, there are even ladies football leagues. But just because we have equal places, does there mean there is equality? Especially when we talk about the disparity in pay between female athletes and male athletes. Now, there are many reasons why there are disparities because of the monies and the revenues brought in from male sports versus female sports. We could go on and go on for days about the nuances of it. But Jay, at this point, when we talk about equal and what is equality for women, what are your thoughts just on the whole take, especially when we talk about sports, women in sports, where do you think we stand right now? What's your take on female athletes and the landscape of sports with women? Well, How do you put this delicately? Hmm. Okay, so there's a reason why there are female sports, all right? Women play on women's basketball teams. They play women's volleyball. They play, they run women's track because uh, there is a great difference between male and female athletes. There just is. Um, now, if you get to some sports where speed and strength is not as uh, prevalent, and I can't really think of any sports right now off the top of my head that speed and strength isn't one of the most important things in there. I can't think of a sport right now 
that is relatively even across the board gender-wise. And if you have one, bro, throw one out to me because I really can't think of one. So um, when you're in these situations where you're talking about equality, should they have an opportunity to compete? Yes, they should, without a doubt. But they have to be put into a subcategory to be able to win. Um, there is not a woman basketball player alive right now that would make any NBA roster anywhere. Not one. I pick one, pick one, I don't care who you pick. You can go through history. You know, at one point in time, you know, Reggie uh, um, Miller's Cheryl sister. Miller. Yeah, Cheryl Miller. Uh, they said that she would have been able to play on a men's NBA team. We know that was more hyperbole than true. Um, the issue is that there is a distinct difference between the genders. It just is. So because of that, things have to be put in place so women can compete. Now, here's the issue, the problem with the whole thing about it. Women can't get paid in women's sports that are on the same par with men because women don't support them as men support men's sports. It's just true. I mean, you've almost had to put yourself into a subcategory of women who will come out and support women's sports. A lot of times they think it's the LGBTQ community that's coming out and supporting uh, women's sports. There's nothing wrong with that. But where are your mainstream women? Why aren't your moms out there uh, who don't have kids playing sports? How come they're not out supporting their women um, in sports? Because that would be the case and you would see arenas filled at women's basketball games or women's soccer games. Now, there are certain venues, if you go around the world, that women's sports are very prevalent in those areas. But however, now, if you get our national soccer team and places like that, well, they, they win. And this is the reason why uh, people will come out because they're a novelty. It's the same thing with women's gymnastics. You know, USA Gymnastics, when they're out, we have the greatest female gymnast that's ever lived. Um, that's on the USA Gymnastics team. So when they go out, people watch it. Now, women have been far more, um, gymnastics has been far more their forte, and they've been able to parlay that into dollars for themselves other than men gymnastics. I can't really even think of uh, a lot of great, super celebrated men's gymnasts, but you could think of a whole bunch of women gymnasts that have been celebrated. So it all depends. Um, where they are uh, put in these categories so they can succeed. But as you said before, um, it's equal equality. I think they all should be treated the same and should be paid the same if they're doing the same job. I think um, women in the workplace should be paid the same. There's no reason why that shouldn't be that way. And a lot of jobs they are. But um, when you get into certain situations, especially when it comes to sports, um, unless you start generating your own um, people or gender who are going to come out and support you, it's it's about a dollars you can generate on about how many dollars you're going to get paid. And women just don't support women's sports. You know, it's interesting you said that because one of the things with the WNBA is you always heard that there was not more support for the WNBA because there wasn't enough money going around. There wasn't enough sponsorship. They weren't bringing enough seats into the arenas. 
And one of those issues came to, well, who was supporting it? And I thought originally that the WNBA got a bad rap by being not <clears throat> overtly labeled, but somewhat covertly labeled as the <sighs> hmm. LGBT yeah, let's, community. Yeah, a lesbian yeah. league, basically. Yes. It, was, it was basically... If you play college basketball as a woman, you a lot of people thought that you were a lesbian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and even I, even you know, my own daughter being uh, at thought one one point in time was going to be able to play college sports, and I had people tell me, "Oh, don't let her go play basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, put go have her go row or do something like that or whatever. Don't have her go play basketball because you know they people were saying, well, it, it was a." Uh, a lesbian dominated sport. Now, if you're a lesbian, doesn't matter to me anyway. But the issue is, is that a lot of times people get pigeonholed and stigmatized because of this gender, um, the sexual inequality that we have going on out there. And women who are on these teams uh, that have, you know, have that proclivity um, have been way more vocal than men gay men who play in male sports. You know, we've only seen a few of those guys actually come out playing football. I'm sure there's far more out there that are, mm -hmm. but only a very few. And I can't think of one gay baseball player um, off the not top of my head. I no, not openly. Not I haven't heard one of them. And, uh, and I want to say hockey either. I can't think of one. I can't think of a hockey player that's come out. No, um, but we so, do know in know, hockey so, it has been an issue. Oh yeah, well Blackhawks, you yes. know the Blackhawks, they, you know they they was they were covering up, you know, members of the coaching staff out here coercing the young guys when they came in. I still don't understand why they didn't knock these guys on their butt, mm -hmm. but uh, um, you know, and they, they were covering up. Uh, we saw it in Penn State. Yes, uh, they they were covering it up over there. Joe Pa was covering it up. You know, um, which never should happen. So uh, you see, because it's such a stigma for men in these men male-dominated sports that uh, they will not come out as gay, nor will uh, we're still living in the 1950s when it comes to that in, in um, male sports. But women's sports are far more progressive in there because you see a lot of times they're being really been celebrated by the. Uh, LGBTQ community, um, you know, I don't know as a whole, because I'm not really, so I'd be generalizing them, but you, know, you do often see that, hey, come on out, and, and you know, they're, they're out there in the arenas and everything else like that, so. I know, there was just one of those situations, even where, when you had young girls who would go, that some who were straight young ladies who would say, I don't feel comfortable at these mm -hmm. events because of the atmosphere, but that wasn't the total atmosphere, but it became the narrative. It became the way that it was sold, right, marketed, right. it was moved. And then you got to the point now where you have young ladies who are playing high school, who are playing college ball. You know, you've had this just out of the women's tournament alone. You've had two or three highlight reels of young ladies dunking a ball. And I don't mean just yeah. like they used to in the old days where you just kind of tipped it in or you did a high layup. And then it was like, oh, it was a dunk. No, no, these chicks got up, hand on rim, stuffed it. And yeah, I mean, yeah. 
that was how that's how it's moving and therein lies the ability to make the game more exciting that if you have women who are actually attacking the rim uh, you got more ladies that can dunk the one thing about men's basketball is played above the rim you know uh that that that's the difference the women's game i actually think the women's game is actually a better game because they have to uh work a lot more offense they can't go one-on-one -on -one as much every once in a while you find a uh a women's player who's very very gifted and can attack the basket one-on-one -on -one. but a lot of times it's a lot of cutting uh a lot of being able to shoot the three ball uh what he fits to see in the in the uh women's game and so i think it's a bar far more uh pretty game to watch and i don't mean pretty about what the ladies but just a more elegant way to play basketball i think a lot of it is the way uh, dr naismith had envisioned it the male dominated version of the game now is far more athletic it's athleticism over uh uh skill i would say i mean let's you know you get to Stephen Curry's and, and people like that, but even Stephen Curry is six foot three. You know what I'm saying? And 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 can run fast and can jump. You know he can't jump high as everybody, but he's still highly athletic. So um, you know, but going back to um, your initial question, um, choice doesn't always make it better for you. Um, if it was a situation where you had to compete directly with men in sports, there'd be a lot of women who would never get opportunity to play. Um, and so these women have form. Now, can he get paid? But he got to generate the same dollar. I mean, uh, you like to see the ladies get paid. I know we had the USA soccer team, but that was a big issue. They want to get paid the same amount. What they had actually generated more money. They should have got paid more. Um, you know, uh, and now you have situations you have transgender women um, who were formerly, um, and let me get this right, they say presenting themselves, I think that's the term, um, presenting as men before, and now they transition themselves into women. But there are women who have been constructed on a male platform. And so now I'm wondering, um, say if there's a number of these uh, transgender women going into the NBA or going to play college sports. I'm just wondering how accommodating uh, people are going to be when they start losing jobs or they start seeing their records fall um, from people who were not born women. I'm just curious about how, uh, how that's going to work out and, and uh, interested to hear your take on that. It's funny that you mentioned that because the next topic, we were going to talk about it and just in conversation in general. One of the things that came up lately has been transgender swimmer Leah Thompson. And mm -hmm. we've had this discussion before. I think we've talked about it probably at nauseum in private, but let's talk about it publicly because it's something I think there's an inequality. And maybe I'm mm -hmm. wrong. And maybe the listeners will say that I'm wrong. And in the comments below, they'll tell us where their point should be. But when you have a swimmer like Leah Thompson that is born a man and has transitioned and is a transgender swimmer and now is competing in women's competition, but still biologically a man, by all 
shapes, form, fashion, size. Is a man, I believe there's an inequality there. Now, if you want to be a transgender woman and you go and compete in male competitions as a transgender woman, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. I have a problem when you're telling me now that you can put my daughter in a competition physically with a man and ex expect for there to be some equality. We saw it in boxing. We saw it in MMA. We saw a transgender man and he fought a woman and literally beat her almost to death because of the strength, because of the speed, because of the, the pure girth. So that's where my question now is, Jay, is if you're talking about transgender, put them in their own right. Or as you said, put them in their own classification because we laughed at the movie Juana Man. It was mm -hmm. fun in games then. It was funny. It was cute. But now it's not so much funny. Now it's becoming more, it, it seems like it's pushing towards a reality. Yeah. And, and you know, I'll probably get some heat for saying what I'm going to say, but um, what, if you know you're superiorly stronger, bigger, and faster than someone, then what joy you get out of and they're not competing with you at your same level, mm -hmm. then what joy, what joy comes to that in beating them? It's just like if you're an eighth grader playing a fifth grader in basketball. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, a fifth grader can be really good, but if you're a decent eighth grade basketball player, you should be able to beat a fifth grader. Right. Why? Because you're just physically bigger and stronger. And and if you, you know, you're just physically bigger and stronger. And so um, knowing that's your advantage now, if you're in the NBA or NFL or something like that, you're just a physical freak. Well, there's other people who are like you. The You be, might be the biggest man out there playing football, right? There's been some huge men playing football. Mm -hmm. But there are some other men who are just as big as you are. You know, you might be outweigh them by 20 pounds, but you're not, you know, out weighing somebody by 50 pounds and nobody else in the league is as big, as heavy as you or as strong as you mm -hmm. or as fast as you. Now you have some guys out here super fast that run, you know, four to it, but there are other players out there that run similar speeds. Mm -hmm. You know, there's one tenth faster, not five, a half a second faster, mm -hmm. you know, um, and, and therein lies the whole issue. I don't see what joy um, you're getting and competing and knowing that you're stepping into an arena where you might not even be ranked nationally at all as a man, but you come in and because you've transitioned and now you're ranked number one or two as a woman. Yeah, there's something just just seems disingenuous about the whole thing. Now, I'll yeah. say it for, for clarity for everybody. Anybody who knows me, you know I love Candace Parker. I mean, that goes without saying at this point. Absolutely. But I wouldn't put Candace Parker in a competition with Kevin Durant, no matter how slight he might be as a, as a male basketball player. I'm still not putting her in a competition with Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett. I'm not putting her out there against Carmelo Anthony. I'm definitely not putting her in a league where she would have to guard or defend LeBron James. Now, I know there are men who can't do it. That's fine. That's all well and dandy. But even if you take Pat Williams from the Bulls, 
he and his green leprechaun shoes. You put Pat Williams and you put him on Candace Parker. I think it's inherently wrong. He's going to give her the business. I mean, as good as she is. Now, we're not saying she's not going to be able to get up a shot or get a put back in. But playing 82 games in the NBA, she would she'd be beat to death out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, she would just be by the fifth or sixth game, she would be beat to death. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she just and, and Candace is one of the most in shape women out there. I mean, she's ripped, she's six foot six, you know, strong. I mean, but but as for playing in the NBA, Candace, as much as she would try. Candace would be physically dominated. Yeah, it's and just like to Lisa know- Leslie. That wouldn't work. You can't put wouldn't Lisa work. Leslie and Joe Embiid in the same on the same court and and expect for her to defend him. Right now, you have uh, there's a couple of young ladies that are near seven feet. They're six nine, mm-hmm. six ten. I know you got and free Brittany Griner. You know, let her come home. Um, I mean, but you got people like Brittany Griner, other people that got, I know there's a couple of ladies that are really tall. I can't call her names right now. Liz Cambridge and yeah, Liz Cambridge. Yeah. People like that, but you know, they're good players, but they're not even super dominant in the WNBA. You know what I'm saying? True. Put them up, put them up against NBA players, and it's going to be a whole different story, just the physicality of the game. So um, the thing about it is, is that women are at a disadvantage physically because they are at a disadvantage physically. You know what I'm saying? They just are. Men are just bigger, faster, and stronger by, um, they just are. Um, And I I think that uh, women should have the same right as any man to compete in the sport that they love to play. Um, I think the issue is until you get a society that's going to support women's sports in the same way they support men's sports. Now, here's the question. What about betting on the sports? We know mm-hmm. that's one of the things that keep the M- the NFL going is because they can bet it. Yeah. Um, and you Especially seeing- the NBA. You saw a lot of – you're going to see in the next five years a lot of new infused cash from being able to bet on NBA games. Right. So – um, that's one thing that keeps the interest. And now you have FanDuel and all these other that you can mm-hmm. you can bet on your phone as a play is playing almost, you know. <laughs> so that's what's fueled um, the NBA for a long period of time was were, were the bookmakers. So now um, can um, women's sports, if they get popular enough, can women's sports be bet on in that same way? And maybe you might actually have people start going to the games. You know, we have we have the world champion right here in the Chicagoland area. And until we just start talking about it, I have not thought about going to a Chicago Sky game. Hmm. Interesting. And, you know, Interesting. And, we probably, and we probably should do that at some point in time. And here's the funny part. If you really don't know, you know, we did a series. Now, if you don't know about the Chicago Sky and what's been going on with them, as we right. extensively talked about them and their journey to a title – then shame on you. That means you haven't been doing your sizzle homework. But <laughs> a lot of people don't even know where they play anymore. You know, they used to be in Rosemont. Then you were downtown. You were at UIC. And so now people don't even, I mean, it's not even really talked about them as athletes. And to your point, Jay, the only sport that you really, you've got tennis where they have big money makers, but I guess the men would make right. more in some of the tournaments. But soccer is the only one I can think 
where those and those women in the soccer realm or world, those are usually USA teams. Yep. So I guess they have a, a preset salary that they're getting. Yeah, and I, I think they I think they do pretty well playing golf also. But you know, you you don't I mean I you can't think of one superstar golfer right now that's a woman. Mm-mm. You know, you can't think of one. Um and to no fault of their own, it's just is it's just not popular. Um, for whatever reasons, but women have to support women, and we find out some women are um turned off by sports. Men have always been, you know, been driven into sports from young children, and women have not always it just really, I would say in the last 30 years, where there's really been a huge push for women to be involved in the sport. They used to be the oddity unless they were running track or something like that, or maybe. Right. You know, uh, and maybe some girls' basketball team. But, you know, even I remember even in high school, um, you would have girls' basketball teams, but I I don't never remember ever going to a girls' basketball game hmm. when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. So um, it's just one of those things. Sports has always been an oddity uh, for women, and those women who played in it have always been an oddity um, because they just not, they're not always looked at being feminine and competing at the same time, which that's far from truth. I mean, that has nothing to do with your femininity because you compete and want to play sport. The issue is that you just don't have enough people who are supporting sport. That's why they always talk about, you know, girl dads and you know, <laughs> girl, you know, and I, and I had a daughter play, you know, and you got to get out there. You're a girl dad. You got to get out there. You know what I'm saying? And make sure the ribbons and the hair match their uniforms or whatever else you got to do. And you get out there, you support your daughter if she's playing sports. So, um, again, uh, I just think uh, equality, uh, I don't know if equality is the best thing because if they were forced to play just men's sports, there'd be a lot of women who weren't playing sports. Hmm. That's interesting. And you will think, you know, I know how big you are in bowling. And how big, you know, how meaningful bowling is to you. Now, I can't bowl a lick. My uh, ball always ends up four or five lanes down. It doesn't really matter. But you would think that even in bowling, that would be a niche sport where you could put outfits together. You get girls. You get, you know, your little, your rougher chicks. And then you get your cute chicks. You get whatever chicks you want to get. They'd have little clicks and they could run the bowling circuit and it would be a great thing that maybe you should put on ESPN two, three, four, five, whatever. I, I, I'm just trying to think of ways where you're talking again. We're talking about equality, but and equal. Here's another thing too, like bowling. You would think bowling, you're just rolling a ball down there, and you should see women should be able to compete, but mm-hmm. not necessarily. Not necessarily. They can't. They can't generate the rev rate. Um, a lot of times they're throwing a ball that's lighter mm. you know uh they might be throwing a 15 pound ball some even we will throw a 14 ball down there a pound ball down there uh it makes a huge difference on impact into the pins um and so you see every once in a while i see a mixed thing on sports they'll have the women go out there and compete but a lot of times they don't fare as well because they they cannot they don't have the power um that men have and they have great skill they just don't have they don't have the rev rate Hmm. So, um, uh, you you know, golf is the same thing. You, women would be able to compete in golf, but they don't have the long lever that they need. Men just men are two, three, four, five inches taller than them, and that just gives them a longer lever 
and they're able to outdistance them by 25 or 30 or 40 yards. Mm-hmm. And if you're talking about a par four or something like that, a lot of men can read a 400 par four easily in two. Where, you know, um, you know the, the great golfers, but you know, a lot of women cannot. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, 450-yard uh, you know, par four or something like that, men can get there. Uh, so it's just a mere fact that guys can, and you, other things like shooting, you would think uh, that shouldn't be. At, now I don't know in the shooting world how many women are on top uh, 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 are the best shots in the world. Um, being women, there's a lot of great women pistol shooters out there, but I haven't heard of one that's dominant on that they're their best pistol shooter in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think a lot of that is just because you just don't have enough women out there going to shoot pistols, mm-hmm. you know, and so they have it's not the thing that they do, you know. So, um, I think the stigma, stigma on women's sports by other women has really hurt, um, girl sporting. I really believe in women's sports. I think a lot of time it's just not looked at by a majority of women as being feminine, you know. Wow, I, you know, bro. That's you know crazy. That's so love, bro. It, you know, it is crazy. It's crazy to think that we're in this zone. But I think when we have more shows like this and we talk about it and we have incidents, as we've seen over the past week, a few days, you know, we've had people who stood up for women's rights and, and their sensibilities, not only their sensibilities, but protecting them by making sure that you respect them, I think the landscape is changing. Maybe not changing fast enough, but I think it's changing. So I don't know, Jay. We've done our part here at The Sizzle. We want to commend those women for Women's History Month. As we move forward, we're getting ready to wind down with the NCAA tournament. And uh, yeah, Jay. One quick point. And I know we have some women. Why did y'all say what you said and just that other? And I just want to ask you this one question. Who's in the women's final four? Who's in their elite eight? Name them. Well, I know one team. I'm the name. Hey, man, shout out to Don Staley, man. Just keep right. doing your thing in Carolina. Don. You keep doing your thing. Gino Ariema is backhanded again. Absolutely. Of the way, bruh. If you have not watched the ladies' tournament, shame on you. Shame on That's your cool. friends. Shame on the people that you know that swear they like basketball. If you want to see good basketball, the NCAA men's and women's tournament this year is all chalk. It's all the best of the best. So you're getting the best on both sides. So if you haven't seen it, again, shame on you. And you should be flogged greatly by a group of uh, midget frogs. Yes, you should be flogged by a frog. That's what. Uh, that's our final take. That's that's it. Did you know that you can? Ah! Wow! Why why you cut that woman off like that? Oh, you want me to Women's let her know some ball. things? Okay, hold on. Did you know that you can listen to Iron Skillet Radio on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor? It's easy. Look for Iron Skillet Sports or hashtag Skillet underscore Sports for our latest episodes. We are Iron Skillet Sports. And we will see you, our friends, on the other side. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Iron Skillet Sports.
And remember to like, share, and subscribe to Iron Skillet Sports on YouTube at Iron Skillet Sports.